0: It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey? Here we go. To the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and our Blues insider from the Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How you doing?
1: Good, fine people and Danny too. Oh, what did he say? I had
0: my head. Good, set fine up. people and Danny too. What's your problem? <laughs> morning Danny you know you guys we've been friends for a long time we cover the stallions late nights on Saturdays and this is how you're going to treat me I, getting you, yelled at?
1: I mean come on man that hurt I'll give you a big hug I'm actually coming in the studio in a little bit I give you a big hug oh I love it when are you going to be here uh coming in to do uh BK and Ferrari I understand BK. that I what time are you going five. to be here uh 10 15 ish
0: come on in the show get here early
1: come on in my you show yourself.
0: Yeah, we'll, All right. we'll do the first segment together. Come
1: on in. Sounds
0: good. Okay, buddy. Can we
1: do this segment, Danny? Sure.
0: <laughs> JR, tell us about Charlie Lindgren.
1: What do you want to know about Charlie Lindgren? I wrote a book about him, so I, I'm really <laughs> up to speed on everything he's ever done in his career. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is something, guys. I know you were talking about the injuries, Randy, and, and you go way back uh, covering the Blues in terms of uh, what they're dealing with here. This, this is just amazing. And, yes, I guess there have been years where – the injuries have piled up, uh, but nothing like this in terms of throwing the COVID into it as well. And and I know COVID's been around forever, and I know teams have been dealing with it for a long time now, a couple of years, but with so many cases around the league testing every three days, Justin Falk getting pulled out of the line of players going out to the rink last week in Tampa Bay, you know, e-bugs being brought in. You know, it seems like every day. This is just unbelievable. So Charlie Lindgren will get the start tonight. That's expected. Uh, He he spent some time in the Montreal Canadiens organization. uh, Has 10 wins in his career. Probably picked up the easiest win of his career a couple nights ago, just three saves. He told us yesterday he got a phone call from Doug Armstrong on his way home, and they joked about that. So, he'll be the starter because of this crazy, crazy situation. Hmm.
0: Jerry, you have a great new piece out at The Athletic, 25 thoughts about the resilient blues after 25 games. And there's a lot to get into here, but I wanted to ask you about Colton Pareko. What's going on with him? Do you think he's healthy right now?
1: You know, I tried to answer that question. If he, if he's healthy in the, uh, in the paragraph about him, uh, I think he is. I have not been told that he's not healthy. And I also look at the fact that he's playing about 24 minutes a night. And that's not a guy who, you know, you're worried about his health. Like last year we saw it uh, minutes were down. They shut him down because of the back. Uh, but he's looked healthy this year. To me, uh, it doesn't look like a matter of him getting around the ice. It just looks like a matter of him being aware and being physical you know, when need be and, and making plays, and we haven't seen that in a lot of situations. I know that a lot of people don't put too much stock into plus-minus. I'm one of them. Uh, but he's been on the ice for about 21 goals for – I think it's 28 goals against five-on-five. Five. And plus-minus, he's a – minus six that's that's worse on the team so whatever kind of stock you want to put in that stat you know it hasn't looked good so he's struggling and you know you, you don't want to sit back and think about this big eight-year contract he signed but you almost have to when you see the the way he's played this year hey
0: jr did yours talking about tarasenko right before the uh, break yeah okay yeah. so you saw the report by uh, emily kaplan i'm assuming where you know it's kind of still out there floating out there that he could be traded whatever the case may be is and I, I just made the statement. I don't see how they possibly could do that now with all the injuries and the things that they've had going on. Is there a market for him? Does he want to go? Does has he changed the narrative with this whole deal? Where where is that now that we're twenty five games in?
1: Yeah, to my knowledge, he still wants the trade. I think you know that's uh, been a common report around the league. Uh, what you guys were talking about, I agree with Uh, Randy said that, uh, you know, how many teams that are in contention, true Stanley cup contenders have that kind of space and want to add a $7.5 million player, you know, as you get into January, February, March, you know, there's probably not a ton. So even if they're opening their eyes and saying, wow, he does look pretty good. He is playing better. The shoulder probably is fine. Like to have a player like that on my roster, you know, how do they make it work cap wise? And in the offseason, I know there were some teams around the league that aren't cap teams that do have that type of space, but they weren't interested in adding Tarasenko, and they wouldn't be now. What they were interested in in, is being a third party to this trade and acquiring draft picks to help the money work for some teams. So perhaps if that's how this thing ends up working, you know, a contending team gets Vladimir Tarasenko, and that team's sending the Blues a player, sending, you know, picks elsewhere because they're absorbing some of the money, you know, perhaps. But, you know, every indication that I've kind of received within this season has been that it's more likely to happen next summer than it is during the year. And what do you think the appetite is of the
0: Blues to do this?
1: Well, right now it's just tough because, you know, trying to get through every single exactly. day. So. Yeah, so you guys hit it, you know, on the head is that, you know, they could move them and, and free up some cap space possibly, and that would make all of these problems, you know, go away. Uh, but Doug Armstrong, you know, isn't going to make a move for that reason. He's just not. You know, if he's held out this long on a Tarasenko trade, he's going to wait until he gets the best deal, which typically happens in, in the off season. So, uh, you know, right now I see him being a part of this team. And like I wrote in this article that just published, you know, has he had his moments where you think, gosh, you got to, you know, trade this guy? He's just not the old Tarasenko. Yeah, there have been those moments. But then there's other nights like the other night when he took over in the second period and helped win you the game. And Jr. the Blues
0: had virtually no offensive possession time in that first period. And then, like you said, when Tarasenko-Buchnevich got going in the second and third periods, things changed dramatically. But it's going to be really hard for Craig Berube to roll four lines when he only has 11 forwards. You just When you don't have four lines, you can't roll four. So any point that they can get out of... These games, when they are shorthanded, to me is a, a point that you bank and you, you move on. You just hope that you can get a point, let alone two.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and gosh, you you look at the Blues' situation right now, and you think, okay, well, this is gonna there's gonna be a light here this weekend when you get. Uh, Bozak back, and then next week when Bennington comes back. But then, you know, something happens where maybe, knock on wood, there's another case or another injury, and then this this stretch that they're going through just extends. You know, they're doing the best they can. Like you said, if you can get a point here, a point there, win a game here that maybe you shouldn't have won, that's really going to help. My only concern, guys, about this whole thing is you can fight and claw and and have this resiliency and, and look great, but you're talking about, you know, a lot of veteran players and some younger players playing big minutes and how much is this going to add up on the blues like what's this team going to look like Good in point. February and February in the dog days when they had to fight and claw like this in November and December so so we'll see so but but right now all they can do Doug Armstrong Craig Bruby the players is just wake up and look who see who's on the schedule punch a Red Wing fan in, <laughs> in the face and, and and just uh see what they can do
0: you're the best JR thanks so much for the time we appreciate it we'll talk to you soon yep see you in a little bit